everybody, and welcome to the Hoop Ball Orlando Magic podcast. My name is Alan Barney, and I am your host. You can follow me on Twitter. My handle is Alan J underscore B, all lowercase. And last night was opening night for the 2021-2022 Orlando Magic season as they got their season going and down in San Antonio against the New Look Spurs. Of course, they shipped off the star of their franchise, DeMar DeRozan, to the Bulls in the offseason. So they are entering a new era with young stars, Deontay Murray and Derek White, Jakob Pertle. So they're not quite as in deep of a rebuild as the Magic, but still a young team with, with new leaders that need to step up. And they came to play. They did what they had to do in front of their home court, and the Magic struggled. A lot of turnovers, and the Spurs won 123-97. So for the Magic, as I said in the previous episode, a lot of focus is going to be on the development of the young players This won't be a team that's going to make the playoffs most likely unless something crazy happens or these players like Suggs and Anthony and Bamba play beyond their age. But with games like this, you have for magic fans in general, in general, you have to take into account the positives from what was not a pretty, it was an ugly loss. I mean, losing by 26 and at one point we're down by 28. It, it, you have to take the positives away. And obviously the, the biggest one being Mo Bamba at his coming out party, so to speak, for his NBA career, just dealt with a lot of injuries, had a rough battle with COVID last year. Bamba came out the gate swinging, scored the first five points of the season for the Magic. His final line, 18 points Oh, in 27 minutes, he also had four rebounds, four assists, and four blocks, and was also three for four from three. So he did it all in 27 minutes. His plus-minus was plus one, which wasn't even the highest on the team, but still a lot of people on social media and Twitter were saying the biggest takeaway they had from this game was the improved look of Bamba. And it's going to be a long season, so one game doesn't, anoint him as the second coming of Dwight Howard or any stretch of that imagination, but it's a good start for Bamba. He needed it. And then there was on the other end of the spectrum in the front court, Wendell Carter, who a couple days before the season opener signed a four-year $50 million extension. And that was the big news a couple nights before tip-off that uh, happened after the last show. So Carter with that extension, we were a lot of people were probably expecting Carter to have a huge role and didn't quite have that here tonight, last night against the Spurs. Only played 19 minutes and he was in the starting lineup. He had 13 points, eight rebounds, and assists and a steal. Also hit his only three point attempt, but a lot of people questioned why he only played 19 minutes. And, you know, that could be that could attribute to the the way the game was going early on. It was a close game. The Magic were only trailing by four at the end of the first quarter. But the second quarter is where it really came off the rails. They only shot 35 percent in the second quarter compared to 45 percent in the first. They gave up nine offensive rebounds and committed eight of their 16 turnovers in that quarter alone. And that got the Spurs lead up to 61-49 by halftime. 
And then, of course, it really snowballed in the second half, getting up to 28. But so that that may have contributed to why Carter did only got 19 minutes. The starting lineup that I want to get to here real quick was really interesting. The initial starting lineup for the Magic had, of course, Bamba starting at center, Carter at power forward. Uh, the rookie, Franz Wagner, was actually starting at the three at small forward. And then Cole Anthony was starting at point guard. And Gary Harris, the veteran, was initially in the starting lineup for shooting guard. But in one of the rarest reasons for a player to miss a game that I've seen in my time covering the NBA is Gary Harris. It was hamstring maintenance for Gary Harris. Not necessarily a strain or a pull or just hamstring in general. The reasoning was hamstring maintenance. And this is this was the first notice noticeable recognition of any kind of issue with Harris as he played in all four preseason games. So it will be something to keep an eye on Harris going to be a starter eventually when he does come back and he's going to be a big piece as a veteran leader to these younger guards and Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs. And then eventually when Markel Fultz returns. So that was a tough break for Harris and the magic to lose him. And it wasn't, it was, within the hour before tip-off so that obviously played an effect on the young guards uh speaking and i don't want to pile on these two cole anthony and jalen suggs but they they both had tough nights suggs it was his nba debut both anthony and suggs played 30 minutes and they are a combined six of 26 from the field two of 13 from three and both of them had three turnovers. Uh, for the positives, though, Anthony did have 10 points, five rebounds, and four assists. Suggs, 10 points with a rebound and assist and a steal. They just – Suggs, you could tell he was a rookie. had a lot of issues, but he did have his moments. He was three for three from the line. And Suggs, in his postgame in- interview, showing great maturity for a 20-year-old, had this to say on what he could improve on after tonight's game. I think just slowing it down, um, you know, kind of controlling the pace of the game, uh, being on, on the run, um, got loud, things got sped up a little bit. Um, you know, our offense got harder and their offense got easier. Um, you know, being a point guard at those moments, you know, where you got to slow everything down, uh, get a good look, you know, whether it goes in or not, just a good look, um, you know, just kind of get the rhythm back, you know, pace back, you know, the speed more player. So, um, you know, I think that's another thing. And, Again, just continuing to, you know, put, put my body at working because, you know, I feel like I got to my spots through the tonight, you know, a couple floaters, a couple layups, you know, some good shots, and just play them at the end of the day. So Suggs was, was very candid about what he needed to improve on. And, I mean, the biggest thing being slowing the game down, which is probably going to be the toughest aspect for Suggs for his rookie year is – in college, you at Gonzaga, he was a big fish in a little pond. He was a superstar. Now you're you're at the NBA and you're back down to a little fish in a big pond. And the speed of the game is ratcheted up to another level. So for Suggs, it's going to be a learning experience. Anthony, you know, this is his second year. Got a lot of playing time after Fultz went down early last season. So it was kind of it is probably a little bit of a disappointment for Magic fans that he started the season with this performance, but 82 games, he's got a lot of time to make up for it. On the bench, Terrence Ross was the 
highest scorer, and that's no surprise. In 27 minutes, he had 15 points and three rebounds. Hit all four of his free throws. As I said in the last episode, Ross, like Gary Harris, is going to have to be a a leader of of all these younger guards and younger players in general. And he did his he did his job. He played his role. He came in and hit some shots when the Magic needed them, even when they were down by a lot. And that's his role. And, and unless he gets traded, he'll be filling that all year. But R.J. Hampton also got 26 minutes off the bench. He had six points, seven rebounds, three assists, and a steal. It was two for eight from the field. He had a couple turnovers, but he had some good moments too. Franz's brother, Moritz, got 15 minutes of action and had seven points and six rebounds. Robin Lopez had 13 minutes of play with four points. And then Brasdikas came in and got 19 minutes, and he had was one for six from the field with three, three rebounds and assists and a steal. On social media, a lot of people were wondering why Brasdikas was getting so much playing time and Carter was on the bench, like I said. It's, it's impossible to tell. There could have been something going on with Carter physically or, as I said earlier, with the game getting out of hand, they didn't really want to put Carter at risk for injury, especially with Markel Fultz and John Isaac, the other two guys they gave major extension, extensions to being out as well. So moving forward, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Carter and Bamba thing. Bamba played a great game. Carter did did well in his time out there and for magic fans alike uh, they're going to be hoping that carter gets a lot more playing time moving forward team stats that uh, for the two teams really show where this went awry for the magic the biggest being the turnovers they had 16 the spurs had eight and for the spurs they were able to turn that into 21 points off of those 16 turnovers that's free possessions obviously and that's that's tough to come back from. And the, the Spurs also took advantage of that, leading to a lot of fast break points. They had 26 to so the Magic 6. So you got to take into account what these turnovers do in a game. A lot of people may think, oh, it's just a few turnovers and it's not a big deal. But when they continuously happens and these younger players get caught in a funk and, you know, they may th- – get down on themselves and that's where the Spurs took advantage of these younger magic players and were able to keep the momentum on their side. Jamal Mosley, who was the, who is the new head coach for the magic got his first appearance as a NBA head coach. Here's what he had to say about the momentum and what the Spurs did defensively to lean the game in their favor. Uh, that was that, that was it right there. We talked about it pregame saying, you know, if we can hold this team and keep them in the half court, you know, we give ourselves a chance. Uh, and that's part of the possession game. But, you know, when you t- when we turn it over, uh, you're giving them, you know, three points. And we knew it was going to be difficult to play down here and how they turned it up a little bit, picking up full court, getting into a switching packages, changing the defense up a little bit. But, again, those are things that we're going to learn to control. And, you know, we're going to continue to get better and look at the film and, and work on those things. So for Mosley, uh, you have to have a positive you know, mindset with, with the younger players. You don't want them to have their growth stunted by this game. It, was, it wasn't a pretty game, but you learn from it. You move on. You do what you can to rebound. And as you said with Mosley, they have to, really have to check the film out, see what they can do, fit, see if they can pick up on things that they miss during the game that they can avoid next game. And for the younger guys like Anthony and Suggs, they're going to have to 
really figure out what they can and can and can't get away with in the backcourt because as the two the two operating point guards you're you're in control of the game when the ball is in your possession of your team so they they especially Suggs you got to figure out what's going to work and what's going to not but that's the beauty in a development year for the Magic is they have time to figure this out there's nobody wanting them benched or traded or anything like that in the middle of a, a postseason spot playoff race. So, but at the same time to appease the fans in general, there's going to have to be signs of, of good progression throughout the year. And at, at times it's going to look bad like this. And at times it's going to look good and you got to take the good from the bad and tonight, obviously, being Mo Bamba, a great performance. Him and Carter played well together when they were on the floor together. Good experience for Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner. And then you also had Cole Anthony, got 30 minutes of play. Ross showed he's going to be a good veteran scorer off the bench. RJ Hampton, another good young Swiss Army knife to come off the bench. And then when the Magic get a full strength with Gary Harris and Markel Fultz and John Isaac back, you know, we can start, they can start to get an idea of what this team's future could look like, even though Fultz and Isaac will undoubtedly be on minutes limits to start. So can't take it. You can't take too much from this game. Obviously as a magic fan, you have to look forward, just go to the next game. You knew this was coming. And as I said, just take the positives from it. Uh, it was, and you know that, and even though the magic is really bad in the second and third quarter, they they showed some fight in the fourth quarter, and they it was only a three point deficit. Although the Spurs were playing some of their backups at that point in time, so but for the the magic, it's it's going to be big that they continuously step by step, game by game, work to improve what they what they have going. It's no, it's not about looking in the past and wondering what could have went happened with the Spurs for those younger players. You got to move forward, forget about it. There's it's done. And there's no need to simmer or think, well, this is how it's going to be. It's going to be an ugly. It's not going to be like that. There's going to be times where they're going to look really good. As for the future, as we said, the Knicks, they go to the play. They, they come back home and we'll have their season opener with the New York Knicks who won a, who won a double overtime thriller with the Celtics. And this two quick two-game series with the Knicks, we'll have the, them in Orlando on Friday, tomorrow at 7 o'clock, and then back in New York on Sunday. So for the Magic, it's a quick turnaround. They got to, like I said, forget about the past. It's over. You can't do anything else about it. Time to move on and put out better film and a better performance. And for the Magic, no status yet on what will be going on with Gary Harris, if he'll be available for that first game against the Knicks. But – there will surely be updates all over social media, and, uh, and we'll, they'll just have to bounce back. That's all you can do in this situation. All the younger players, Coach Mosley, showed great positivity, and they were accountable for their mistakes, and that's all you can be in this situation. So with that being said, I appreciate all of you guys for coming on to listen to the Hoopball Orlando Magic Show. Once again, I am your host, Alan Barney, and you can find me on Twitter at Alan J underscore B. All of those letters are lowercase. And the Magic, we'll move on to play the Knicks on Friday night. We'll talk about that one this weekend. And 
I hope all of you have a great night and I'll see you again next time. Adios.